Hi, welcome to Skip's Corner, where I cover Nashville's baseball history and events and introduce you to players, coaches, and other fans. Nashville's professional minor league team, the Sounds, has a team name that fits in so many ways. There are many sounds that come out of Music City's venues and recording studios and concerts and honky-tonks. So the name is just right, don't you think? Back in the 50s, I say Chet Atkins began the Nashville Sound by adding violins and harps and other stringed instruments to music that was coming out of the country music scene. You think of Eddie Arnold and some of the songs that he sang. Certainly, he sang the Nashville Sound. Now, in the future, we may have a major league team, and the name chosen is Stars. And I think that will fit, too, in the same way. Nashville has Stars galore, and with the history of a Negro League team by that name, well, it adds even more reason to call a team the Nashville Stars. Now, I want to close out 2022 by talking about other team names. Because I've come across some interesting ones, and I think some of them are funny, some of them make sense, and a lot of them don't. You know, names for baseball teams cross a broad spectrum from the logical, such as Knoxville Smokies, to the comical, as in Savannah Bananas. Illogical names have made their way into the public relations jaunt, especially when fans get to put in their two cents when ball clubs have contests for the public to participate, picking out a proper nom de plume. A few years ago, it resulted in Montgomery Biscuits, and more recently, Burlington Sock Puppets come to mind, although I suppose the connection is Burlington used to be the hub for a bunch of sock and hosiery mills. Who knows if there's any connection to biscuits in Montgomery other than in Grandma's Morning Menu. You know, Sock Puppets is a little goofy, but I get it. It makes for a mascot to roam the grandstand and high-five the kitties. Here are a few more unusual names. Some of these go way back into the 19th century, and I think you'll get a kick out of these, and I can't explain all of these. 1899, Oakland, their team was called the Dudes. It took their name from the traditional definition of dude, an out-of-place city slicker visiting the country. How about the Cleveland Infants in 1890? You know, naming your team the Infants is kind of smart. It, no one will want to brag about beating you. And in 1890, also, there were the Pittsburgh Burgers. No, not short for hamburger, short for Pittsburgh. Burgers, B-U-R-G-H-E-R-S. There was the New Haven Nutmegs in 1891. And in Troy, New York, their team was called the Washerwomen. Uh, here's what's going to happen, they would say. We're going to get your uniforms real dirty, blood, sweat, mud, and tears, and then we're going to clean them for you because that's what we do. We're the Troy Watcher women. Well, that's being a little, a little obtuse on that one. But there was the Chicago Orphans in 1898, and they got their name after their manager, the famous Hall of Famer, Pop Anson. He was fired, and they were orphaned without their pop. Fortunately, before their story could be adapted into a heartwarming children's musical, they were reborn as the Cubs in 1903. Also in 1903, the newspapers referred to the Cleveland professional team as the Naps. The Naps, later the Indians, and now the Guardians, were named for their highly popular second baseman, Napoleon Knapp Lajoie. Some of these others I can't, I can't, I can't reason 
the Worcester Riddlers in 1903, the Williamsport Millionaires in 1906, the Leavenworth Convicts in 1907. I guess if you have a ball team near the prison, you own it. You own it. Uh, the Reading Pretzels in 1907. Perhaps there were bakeries in Reading that Pennsylvania that uh, produced a lot of pretzels that they were famous for. And I don't even know where Webb City is, but I came across Webb City and their team in 1908 was called the Webb Feet. But for me, the one that took the cake was New Orleans Baby Cakes, a link to King's Cakes enjoyed during Mardi Gras. The baby cakes lasted only a couple of seasons and were thrown out with the dishwater when the club moved to Wichita and were renamed Wind Surge. I tell you, it makes me wonder if a ball player can take the game seriously if he's playing for the Hannibal Cannibals or the Texarkana Casket Makers, the Wichita Izzies, or the Lynn Shoemakers emblazoned across his chest. But all were real teams in years gone by. Maybe as long as players were getting paid, it didn't matter much. But that was not the point anyway. The point was to make a connection from the team name to the city for the fans. And that was up to public relations, but I'm not sure if silly names make it any easier. In the 61 years of the Southern Association, 13 cities have claimed membership in the league, and they've had nicknames for their teams that run the gamut. Fans have enjoyed rooting for more than just the Nashvilles, for example, to have a team name that has a connection to a city helped to build loyalty and has given newspapers a reason for added creativity to sports writing. The Nashville's baseball team had no official team name until Grant and Len Rice held a contest in the Nashville Tennessean, and volunteers won out, far out distancing the other two options, the Rocks and the Lime Rocks. With the Tennessee capital nearby, it made sense for the team to take on the name Volunteers, although I think Rocks would have been a pretty good choice because if today the Nashville Ball Club was called the Rocks, well, Nashville Rocks, doesn't it? Now, 19th century teams in Nashville were known as the Americans, the Blues, the Seraphs, the Tigers, and the Centennials. And when the Southern Association formed in 1901, Newspaper accounts referred to the local team simply as Nashville Baseball Club. And when Grantlin Rice announced that volunteers had won out as the official name, he wrote, the days of the fishermen, the Finites, the boosters, the daubers, etc., are over. And the reason he wrote it like that was because when Newt Fisher and Mike Finn and Johnny Dobbs had been the early managers, reporters often used the manager's last name with ERS added as a connection of the team to the city's fans. Thus, the Nashville Fishermen, the Nashville Finites, and the Nashville Daubers. And so, Grant and Rice ended that by giving the team name the Nashville Volunteers. Now, here's a partial list of team nicknames during the history of the Southern Association. It lasted from 1901 through 1961, and this is based on several references to team names. In Atlanta, in 1902, they were the Firemen, Remember the big fire that took place in the 19th century? And later, the firecrackers was shortened to crackers. Birmingham was the Iron Barons, and later the Barons. Chattanooga, as best I can tell, has always been the Lookouts because Lookout Mountain is close by. Knoxville, the Smokies, makes sense. 
Little Rock, the Travelers. I'm not really sure why, but somebody came up with that name. It fit and it stuck because the team was named that as early as 1901. The Macon Peaches makes sense when you stop and think about it. And then Memphis had several. They were the Memphis Egyptians in 1901 to 1907. Once again, Memphis sits on the edge of the Nile River in uh, Egypt, and Memphis sits on the edge of the Mississippi River, so the Memphis Egyptians. And then in 1902, they were called the Frankfurters when the manager was Charles Frank. And they were named the Turtles in 1908 through 1911. And I understand that was because the infield was so high above the outfield in front of the grandstand that it looked like a turtle back. I've heard that instance also about Rickwood Field in Birmingham, but I don't remember Birmingham's team ever being called the Turtles. And then beginning in 1912, Memphis's team became known as the Chickasaws for the Indian occupation that was in that area from years ago. And that was often shortened to the Chicks. Mobile, Mobile, Alabama was the Seagulls, then the Bears and the Marines, and more recently, the Bay Bears, but they've moved now here Huntsville, Alabama. And the Montgomery Black Sox in 1903 became the Senators in 1904. Montgomery is the state capital of Alabama. Then the Climbers, C-L-I-M-B-E-R-S, for some reason, I don't know. The Billikens, and then the Rebels. And as I said earlier, Nashville was the Fishermen. They were also known as the Gray Sox for obvious reasons. The Finites, the Daubers, and then, of course, the Volunteers and Vols. New Orleans, as best I can tell, has always been known as the Pelicans. And in 1901, the only season that Selma, Alabama had a team in the Southern Association, they were called the Christians. Shreveport, Louisiana, their team was called the Giants, the Pirates, and in 1959 to 61, they were called the Sports. Well, that's it on team names. I'm ending the 2022 with that. I'm grateful for you for listening in. Uh, Let's look forward to a 2023, a new name for a new year, and let's make it a good one. And I'm grateful that you would listen in. And if you want to email me and give me an idea or a criticism or a suggestion, feel free to send me a note at 262downright at gmail.com. And have a happy new year.